We are taking some time just to try and figure out the feelings that you get every time a tragedy happens. Just the why. We don't have the why. The difficult confusion that exists. Why does something like this even happen then? We don't necessarily have answers to that. But I think we need to really take some time to put some perspective on some things. Because we tend to have a lot of people, and I don't know if you've experienced this in conversations you've had this morning, but you've probably experienced it in conversations that you've had at some point. Whether it was a different shooting that took place, whether it was a different tragedy that took place, you have people on one side who say, no, guns, no way. If we didn't have them, the world would be a better place. You have the backs getting up from that element. You have individuals who say, you know what, responsible gun owners, there's nothing wrong with them. And then they get their backs up. And in the end, we don't get a lot done. You just get everybody being defensive about everything. want to talk to somebody right now about this particular situation to get her thoughts. Tracy Wilson is the Ontario Director for the Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights. And she joins us from Ottawa. Tracy, thanks for taking some time for us. Hi, Mike. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. Tracy, can I put a question to you that you've probably heard already today because it came from Toronto Mayor John Tory? Do you mind if I I paraphrase here? He said, why does anyone need to have a gun at all? How do you answer that question? Well, that's pretty simple. I think I would answer it by saying we don't live in a society of need. I, you know, I also don't justify why I drive a Dodge Hemi. I don't need that either. So I think unless we're going to be riding around on our, our mules and wearing burlap, we've got to be serious about the situation. Um, I also think that the connotation there is sort of implying that, you know, we've got duck hunters and sports shooters running around shooting up the streets of Toronto, which is an absolute lie, and he knows it. We all know it. Now, because of that, and then, I mean, we all know a responsible gun owner. We all know somebody who is excited to go duck hunting. We all know someone who takes care of the firearm that they own the way that they should. When a tragedy happens, as someone who owns a gun, is it a case where you feel you have to get your back up? Is this a conversation that does happen when a tragedy like this takes place? Oh, absolutely. Every single time this happens, um, you know, the most ineffective people call for more of what hasn't worked, which is gun control. Um, You know why that is? That's because it's an easy answer, right? It it is difficult to work on crime. There's a lot of um, extenuating circumstances here that we, we maybe don't even know the full story yet. Is it mental illness? Is it, you know, religious ideology? Is it people feeling desperate? You know, what is causing this? We don't know. The easiest thing we can do is place more legislation and more regulations on gun owners, and it, it appears that we've done something. But, you know, we, we can look at the last 30 years of increased gun control. We've also got increased violence. So it isn't us doing it. It's time for a new approach. And what would you feel an approach should look like? Well, there's a couple things that we can do and a couple things that we've actually been talking about for years now. Uh, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale has been promising for almost three years straight to increase funding to the guns and gangs units um, in the police service agencies across the country. I think it's something like $327.6 million. He's been promising over and over and over again, re-announcing it, yet not one dollar of that funding 
has flowed into any of these services. And they've been publicly asking for it. Um, so I think sometimes, you know, you're not just responsible for what you do, but you're responsible for what you fail to do. And I think when you've got police services out there begging for more resources and we're wasting millions of dollars on things like C-71, which only regulates, you know, duck hunters and sports shooters, I think, we, I think we've got to take a step back and take a look at what's more important for Canadians and follow through on these promises. Tracy Wilson is the Ontario Director for the Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights. The word gang comes up again and again and again. Do you feel lumped in with someone who might be a, a, a gang member who would own a gun? Well, I mean, I think, yes, absolutely, because there's this weird thing that happens whenever there's a tragedy like this, which unfortunately seems to be all too often. There's sort of a collective guilt assigned to everybody who owns guns, right? Why do we need guns? Why do we have guns? We've had guns in this country for, you know, 100 plus years, right? Um, It's not, you know, we've got to start looking at, at the people who are doing this, at the reasons why they're doing it. Um, you know, you can easily say, let's just ban guns and end the problem. And you tell me what, you know, radical uh, people or what gang, uh, gang members are going to be lined up at the police station to hand in their guns. Of course they're not. So that, that's just a really simple-minded approach. And, you, you know, this is a complex issue. We've got to start thinking critically. When we do look at some forms of gun control, one of the things that comes up is at least making it difficult to obtain a firearm. Tracy, if you're doing that legally, how do you feel the regulations are in Canada when it comes to obtaining a firearm? The regulations are already in place. And obtaining especially a restricted firearm like a handgun or an AR-15 is a really regimented process. Um, uh, Just recently, MP Michelle Rempel went through the process and she spoke about it at a press conference and said it was over a year-long process from the time she took the course until the time she owned a gun. You know, it, it's, they are not readily available. They are not easy to get. Um, you know, and if you look at the crimes that are being committed, they aren't being committed by us. So, again, we've, we've got this um, sort of lumping everybody who owns a gun together. We've got to start separating it between criminals and law-abiding gun owners if we ever want to see some progress. So, in conclusion, you would like to see that increased funding that's been promised come through for things like guns and gangs and police enforcement? Absolutely. I think we all want to see for Canada. Gun owners aren't unreasonable. Um, you know, we, we recognize that there, there is some violence problems out there, but we also recognize it isn't us doing them. So we support the government and law enforcement in working to combat that. Tracy, thank you so much for your time and your perspective today. Thanks so much. Have a great day, Mike. It's Tracy Wilson. Ontario Director for the Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights. And if we all follow the rules, and you know what? We're a rule-abiding society, typically. Every once in a while, the rule gets broken. You know, if you run a stop sign or get a fine for being drunk in public and you don't rectify that, eventually a warrant comes out for your arrest. We're a rule-abiding society for the most part. And if you were to follow the rules, again, you don't necessarily run into issues. But we're not a rule-abiding society where rules are followed 100% of the time. You get things like this that take place.
We've got a few minutes. If you want to give your thoughts on some of the things that you have been hearing, let's open up the phones. 519-643-2222. You can email Mike at 980cfpl.ca. You can tweet me at Stubbs980. Again, phone lines open, 519-643-2222. Is it, again, the same conversation that goes round and round and round? Or is there a way to turn this into a conversation that does become different and and more productive do you have any hope for the conversation that will happen at four o'clock this afternoon that will involve the mayor of toronto that will involve premier doug ford that will involve a former police chief and a current police chief 519-643-2222 email mike at 980 cfpl.ca you can tweet me at stubs 980 you're listening to global news radio 980 cfpl